What's good? You are now tuned into Aries Talking Sports Podcast. Where your two Aries toast with the most, or we're just some cool ass guys. Word. I'm Reg the Prime Minister. And I'm Smurf. Yo, rock out with us weekly as we give you our sports views and opinions on any and everything dealing with sports. Combined with humor, heartfelt conversation, and of course, some dope ass Aries energy all in one podcast. So enjoy. What's good, people? Welcome back to another episode of Aries Talking Sports. Yes, sir. Man. Um, <laughs> almost here with my yak. Okay, yak, man. Um, so I, I do want to start off with um some big L. <laughs> Peace. <laughs> Rest in peace. And why? Because uh Rest in peace. Today is, uh, Hit me with some big L. Yeah, it's, it's 23rd, 23rd uh year anniversary of his death. Okay. 20, okay. Uh killed uh well he was killed February 16th, 1999. That was mm-hmm. earlier. I just wanna start, start with a little big L, man. A little bit of big L. Definitely, you know when when um like a lot of these artists are like these days are dying and passing. Everybody, every artist that dies, they always say they had next. They was next. They was yeah. the next biggest. Yeah, I think always next. I think that definitely applies to Big L. Um, a lot of these niggas know. Like, as my man uh, Cedric Entertainer said, "Little Pistol Starter," he didn't have next. <laughs> like, listen, there's a lot of niggas on my timeline, and um. That's from Columbia. <laughs> niggas is dying like there, and they be like, "Oh man, little little Drew had next." I'm like, "Ain't nobody even hear him." Like, who the fuck is that? <laughs> <laughs> you know, everybody like like, and, but so. <laughs> oh, listen, I'm a dog. Listen, 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 listen. listen. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> hey, I'm sorry, y'all. I, I'm over here weak. But we said Lil Pistol started did not have next. He didn't. No, no, listen, listen. Real talk, real talk, right? Uh, like, like it's so many. Even like ones that had like a little buzz, they they'll say, oh, they was the next biggest. They were on their way. Uh, X yeah. Y Z, and like a lot of these niggas was Let's be honest, but I mean, it is what it is. Right. I guess nah, I'm off I my soapbox. Was that the soapbox moment? A little bit. That's okay. <laughs> it's hey, this is our platform. We do what we want. Right. With. But uh welcome back, everybody. Your two favorite your two favorite Aries are back mm-hmm. once again. Yes. I'm sparky lovable asshole. <laughs> oh, look at that. I stepped all on that. Go ahead. Ah, you good. Smirk your favorite asshole. Reggie Prime Minister. Shitting on that man. Starter. <laughs> he didn't have next, man. Nah, he ain't had that. <laughs> I hear that all the time, man. Like, he, like, so even local niggas here in Augusta, they be like, "Oh man, he he was uh he was one hit away, man. All these niggas is one hit away. He's the next one to blow." Yeah, like, come on, man. But um, let's uh, man, I want to uh let's give get a, to it, man. I want to give a shout out to uh Miss Erin Jackson. First black woman to win a gold medal in speed skating. Shout out. Shout out. Now that's making black history. Exactly. 
you know, we don't that's even like cold. Like so that, we don't even like Hell the cold. No. So to have black hey, people out there in the Winter Olympics is a is a hey, and she from Florida, right? You know, she but and, and so interesting fact, you might know this, but they said she she don't she started five six years ago. Like this is this is something she had she hasn't been that's training crazy. for this like like most of the Olympic Olympians do yeah, like lifetime yeah. or whatever. So this is something she just got into five or six years ago. That's that's nuts. It to, is to and just start doing way. this. Yeah, yeah. To just start like like five five six years into something like you just starting to get your feet wet. Right. Real good, especially in, especially into a sport. Mm-hmm. Like you just starting to get your feet wet and and understand how your body works with the sport. And but with her, shit, she just yeah. won a gold medal. That kind of means that kind of uh leans to the side of me. She's kind of like a natural. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. I mean, and then like gold medal. Yeah. And then like I was reading, you know, I was kind of doing a little bit of research, and and she she got this. She got the spot when there was for when they was in Beijing from a mm-hmm. from a friend uh Brittany Brittany Bow. Like her okay. she was just like her friend was like, shit, she she got it. Cause she just like uh uh Aaron had, you know, she kinda tripped up on on like a, I guess a qualifier or something. Okay. And it kinda put her you know, kinda put her in jeopardy of being able to you know, to compete for this winter Olympics. Mm-hmm. And old girl was like, "Hey, take my spot." And mm. shit, look what it look what it came out to be. Yeah, gold medal. L- listen, and, and she's forever cemented in history now. Oh yeah, she ain't got to worry about nothing. Well, hopefully she don't have to worry about nothing. Right. You think she got a gold medal? She's the first black woman to ever get one. But um, in more Olympic news, um, I guess we'll talk about Shakari Richardson real quick, man. Um, okay. So. I don't want to butcher the young lady's name that tested positive. Um, uh, I'll, let, I'll let you butcher it. What is it? <laughs> Camilla Valava? Uh, Camilla Valava? We gonna yeah. we gonna roll with that? Yeah. Hey, some Russian girl. <laughs> let me let me stop. But no, some, yo- oh. some young lady. Some, yeah, yeah, yeah. Some young uh, some young ice skater. Right, fifteen years old. Russia. Right, she tested positive. So the the story is forever changing. It seems like every twelve hours, it's like new stuff or something. Right. Take, like because initially they said she tested positive um, for a drug that was um, kind of relevant for um, heart heart problems. Yeah, yeah. So now they're saying there's like two more drugs that was in there, but the other two are legal. Um, I think right. one was. Uh, one was uh, like some shit that you can get in some damn uh, pre-workout or something. But um, uh-huh. Kari Richardson, she uh, wanted to know, you know, the deal on it. Why, why is this girl, you know, allowed to compete in Olympics even though she tested positive and she jumped straight to the, the color factor. Um, while I mm-hmm. believe that that could be a part of it, um, <clears throat> from what I read and what I understand is that um, mm-hmm. as far as Olympics, She's considered a minor for her age, 15. Right. So they, there's a different set of rules for them, too, when it comes to right. testing and everything else. Um, but, you know, they did say she can compete, but they also said that, you know, if you win a medal, it'll be vacated. Mm-hmm. So. Well, if that's the case, then why why can let why let her compete? 
Exactly. And but but so even if so, I, I think if Shikari was given that option, do you think that she would have competed? Like if you you can run, but you if you win, you're not gonna like if you get a medal, you're not gonna you're not gonna get on the platform. It's gonna be vacated. I wouldn't. All right. No, it's not. It's not a point. But you know, on the flip side of that, is the recognition if you win and then don't get the medal. I mean, people won't. You know, your name is you gonna get buzz anyway, regardless if you win or lose. Right. You know, say, um, so I don't know. I- interesting fact. Well, interesting take. I, I I have a lot of more. I have a lot more thoughts and comments mm-hmm. on it, but I really don't want to share them because, like I said, it seems like every other like 12 hours is something different being reported right so um i think i was gonna say it will probably be revisited yeah and um i see of course i see where shikari's coming from but but it's a lot bigger than that because the that that entire country the entire country of russia you know has had has had these problems when it comes to doping so so yeah it's gonna be a lot more dug up uh, with, with this story, like you said, it's it's forever changing. Mm-hmm. So. so we'll see, man. Um, let's get to the women, women's uh basketball, college basketball, women basketball. Well, the ladies, mm-hmm. hey, ladies. Um, USC women, they still kicking ass and taking names. I was um, as they should. I was watching them. I thought of, and I thought about this. Um. Are they the next uh, dynasty? H- have they replaced UConn? In, in, in your, in your I, don't, I don't see. I don't see. I don't see any other school that has. They've been the most consistent. They've been the most consistent thus far. Uh, because you had like your Baylor's. We had Baylor for a little bit for a couple of years here and there. But like, ever since uh, Don Staley got there, like I, they. They've been, they've been in a, they've been on the move. Like mm-hmm. they've been on a full, they've been on a straight mission every year, every year. Okay. And and so yeah, you put it. Could they be? Could they be like the next UConn? Could they be replace UConn for the next? Uh, oh, ha- the next do you decade? think they replaced them? Oh yeah. Because we can agree yeah. UConn is not UConn that that yeah. we own for the last. So they have surpassed. Well. So for what you could have the last 15, 20 years, yeah, that's cemented. But right now, are they a clear favorite or a clear top dog over UConn right now? And you don't see them like is is UConn even close to them? Um, as, as far as as far as like this current UConn, nah. Like so now they have to work their way to submit submit themselves to where UConn, you know, though all those teams in the last 15, 20 years yeah. have put them, you know, have put UConn, uh, the women's UConn team. So, and I think it could happen. As long as Don, as long as don't move and she keep the, you know, mm-hmm. she keep her core, her core coaching squad, the recruiting team and everything like that. And they continue to get those recruits. Uh-huh. And I, I don't see, shit, I don't see why not. I don't see why not, man. Yeah, like she's she, she fucking doing it down there. Yeah, it's so so. I, I think they have replaced UConn. Um, I think it's uh, the Lady Gamecocks and, mm-hmm. and everybody else. Yep, that's just how I see it. Um, UConn does not look like UConn. Like they, 
They've lost more games no, this they year. They've fallen off. In a whole, you know, in a, in a bunch of shit. They lost more games this year than you could take three or four seasons and add together. Right. A couple seasons, they've lost zero. Maybe one. one yeah. Lost one yeah, game. So, yep. and then a lot of these games, Um, like I was looking at, I think you, uh, the Lady Gamecocks was playing Saturday. UConn was playing too, and UConn, UConn lost to a team that um we haven't lost to in like 30, 25, 30 years. Um, yeah, Pittsburgh or it was I think it was Pittsburgh. It was somebody. No, no, it was a conference. Uh-huh. I can't remember who it was, but yeah, yeah. Um, so um, I don't know what I mean. I, I think um the landscape of, of women's recruiting is changing. Um, because mm-hmm. at once it was like. You know, if you're the top, one of the top uh, women basketball players, you got to go to UK. It almost seemed, it almost felt like that. Like, yeah, it, yeah. But now yeah. these girls are going to uh, USC um, or Notre Dame, um, Baylor, mm-hmm. Baylor. Uh, yeah. So they're, you know, hell, they even come like, here, like here to Louisville. Yeah. Louisville, Louisville had, so Louisville's had the the Lady Cardinals. They've had some tough teams these last these last three four they years have, too. They have, they have. They just haven't they they just haven't made it over the hump. That's right. it. Um, I uh like I, I I like it. I like it. It's more widespread because it was a, a point in time to where like there was no reason for UConn to lose. You know when you have right. the top five players committing to one school you know what what do you expect right like <clears throat> excuse me like your Rebecca Lobos your Deanna Tarazi yeah. Maya Moores yeah. uh Britney Stewart uh yeah uh Britney Stewart and you get three of them in, in one Brienne, class Brienne like, Stewart yeah so yeah, like, and yeah and like you said you get you, and they stay in all four years you know they right. got to stay all four years mm-hmm. and they dominate yeah, so I mean, Brianna, Brianna Stewart, Brianna Stewart is by far the most decorated at that school, and I love Maya more. But Brianna, Brianna Stewart is by far the most decorated uh, lady, lady Husky there. And I mean, and like you said, it it just kept going, kept going. Right, like you said, it kept getting those recruits until it just stopped. Mm-hmm. But you know, more women are um, attracted to other schools too. I think yeah. it's kind of like spreading out, kind of like the men, because at one time yeah. Kentucky was getting like all the, the number ones. Yeah, like like they have like three of the top ten best players in one class. But of course mm-hmm. Kentucky wasn't winning. They wasn't like producing like UConn. Like they would go right far in the tournament. But I think Calipari only got like one or two. One, one, yeah, one, yeah, one. That was the Anthony Davis team. Yep. So yeah, yeah. But, so, but like I said, he had he had the boogie cousins. He had the boogie cousins and the fucking John Wall. <clears throat> he's had all those. He's had all the, all this talent that's come. Yeah, he's had all this talent that come through, and they fought and they fucking fall short. Hell, he's had some teams that that didn't even make the fucking tournament. You're right. And I'm like, you're right. Or well, no, no, no. I take that back. They made the tournament. They they've gone out in that first round, yep. losing to your 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 damn. <laughs> Yeah, Robert. What, what's the fucking school? Yeah, Ooh, what's the damn Robert? one school they lost. Or, <laughs> or Roberts or some shit like that, probably. Yeah, something like that. They lost Robert them. Down one. Like, the school of acting. 
Right. I was like, what the fuck? I'm like, y'all are way better than the school. How? What the fuck is going on? Yeah. But uh, but to circle it back to 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 uh, South Carolina, like there, like I don't see. I don't see this reign, you know, this dynasty stopping no time soon. To be honest, like the way Don Sally has those has those girls come, how they come right. in, they, and it's like they come in and they they pick it up, they pick our system up so fast, and, mm-hmm. and they just go. But that's again, that's the same way that UConn used to be. Yeah. yeah. Now we're now we're just seeing it. We're just seeing it in South Carolina. Hell, you, I thought we would see it in Baylor when, you know, the way they were. They were uh, recruiting. I thought we would see it in North. Uh, excuse me, not North Carolina, but uh, Notre Dame. The way they were recruiting. Yep. yep. Like. Yep. Like the girl. I thought we would see it in Stanford. Mm-hmm. Like when Stanford started winning. Mm-hmm. I was like, and Tennessee the, had it for a little bit, but it, it yeah, was just a, a short maybe run, short run, four four years. Tennessee. Tennessee gave Tennessee gave UConn a they would get, they gave UConn a run back in the yeah. day. Yeah, and Pat Summit was there. Right, when Pat Summit was there. That that's was when. Shemika, that's when right. Ten- yeah, Shamika. That's when Kansas came in. You know, Shamika yeah. Catchings, like mm-hmm. all. You know, that's when all those girls came through. But uh, but yeah, like you said, it's like the paradigm shift. You know, it'll shift, and now it shifted. It shifted to South Carolina. Right, and I hate we'll that. See, well, I'm not gonna say I hate that in South Carolina, but because. Them motherfuckers in Columbia, man, they get on my nerves with them damn game cards. Gosh. But, uh, <laughs> so I, I didn't add this in the notes, man, but I, I thought it was interesting. Um, okay. So we know that um, Coach K is, um, this is his last year, right? Yeah. Um, and John Shire, one of his former players, but, ah, mm-hmm. Shire, um, he's replacing him. They, they, um, he was picked to uh, be his successor, right? Okay. So reports have came out that um, Duke, wanted Tommy Amaker. I don't know if you know who Tommy Amaker is, but uh, Tommy Amaker is a former player for Coach K. He's a black guy. He's been, um, Mm -hmm. he coaches the men's basketball team at Harvard. Okay. That's who they wanted to be his successor. But for some reason, he said, no, I want John Shire. John Shire has only been on the coaching staff, I want to say about four or five years. Tommy Amaker has been coaching Right, doing his thing for like twenty plus years. Right, it's I, I don't know. I mean, it, well, not twenty plus because he's not that. Well, I want to say he, maybe ten, fifteen years. But it, it's just interesting that that comes out because I, I had the same thoughts, you know, when um when we were looking for a replacement for Roy Williams. Um, yeah, I was hoping that you know the the reports came out. They was looking at like um this guy. I forgot his name. He's at. Um, well, not King Rice is at Monmouth, but um, there's uh, what's the guy's name? He was on Roy Roy's coaching staff, white guy, and I'm like, well, we got Jerry, Jerry out there doing his thing mm-hmm. in uh, Purdue. Yep. Purdue. Um, Purdue. We got, I mean, Hubert Davis is on the bench with him. I mean, we got like, ho- hopefully, it's one of these black guys. I want to see one of these black guys at a school right. like North Carolina. Um, Kentucky had a Tubby Smith. Um, yeah. I don't know about UCLA. Um, Kansas hasn't had, you know, one of these major programs, like, yeah. like when are we going to start integrating these black guys in? You know, I'm glad that Carolina bought, bought Hubert Davis in. Um, I was going to say, yeah, not, like, now that you talk about it, like, yeah, you haven't seen a, you haven't seen a black coach, like you said, at UCLA, your Kansas. Right. Uh, 
these major programs. It's just like kind of like yeah. Because I'm sitting here, like you said, that stuck out to me when I, when I heard that. You can't yeah. have Well, yeah, no, I'm saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, they, you can't have Tubby. UK had Tubby. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think, like, hell, Temple. You know, Temple had Chaney. <clears throat> you know, had, they had Coach Chaney, but that was so long ago. Mm-hmm. Georgetown, you know, of course they, you know, they did yeah, John Thompson like and his son. Yeah, they keep. Yeah, then they had Patrick Ewing. Mm-hmm. So yeah, like this is last year. <laughs> yeah. Um, get rid of him. But yeah, you damn man, you you're exactly right. Like you like you look at these big these big time schools, they do not have black coaches, and never and never had a. Some of them have never had a black coach. Right. And so, and we'll get off this because this wasn't even on the list, but um, John Shire, okay. You obviously probably don't know who John Shire is because you don't give a fuck about Duke and you probably didn't, I mean, <laughs> you didn't like, like, so I know ACC basketball because that's his region. It's like you would know SEC right. basketball more, more than me. John Shire was, yeah. John Shire, he wasn't nothing to talk about. Um, I'm pretty sure you know who Jason, uh, what Jeff Capel is. Um, yeah, you know absolutely. who Bobby Hurley is. I mean, there's like yeah. a bunch of play, like Duke players out here. That I'm like, because I know Bobby Hurley. If they are offer him the job, he would have left Arizona like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I was gonna say, isn't uh, isn't uh, what's fucking what's, um, you got a Johnny? Is it Avery? Is it oh, Avery? Jay Williams in up, but Jay Williams ain't got no coaching experience. Yeah, Jay, no. Um, but no, I'm saying that that's on that's on his coaching staff right now. Uh, yeah, he got William he's, Avery, he's, he got uh Chris Duhon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chris I'm like, Duhon, um, uh, it's a couple more. Um, Johnny Dawkins. Yeah, but I'm talking about, and I'm talking about these, and like William Avery's been on this staff for a minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, I mean, I it's, guess it's, it's, it's interesting. Like, we'll never get the full. And does. Coach K have the right? Has he earned the right to pick his successor? Probably, absolutely. So. Like he, you know, five, five, uh, five national championships, um, the most winning, you know, coach in in the game. So, but it, it's just interesting that that report came out like that. That Duke wanted this black guy, and right, that would I think that would have been big for the Duke program and just big in general to have. You know, a, a black man leading that program, just like it was for Hubert Davis, you know, in, in Carolina. But um, NBA trade, uh, trades last week. We had a couple more yeah, that went trade, down. Trades is popping, boy. Yeah. Trade deadline. Trade deadline hit. And motherfuckers like, oh, word? Let's mm-hmm. Look, if you wanted, if you really wanted to get a trade off, all you had to do was go to Sacramento. You could fleece them out of anything you right. wanted. Besides, besides, <laughs> um, swipe, besides swiper, <laughs> right? Besides swiper, but I think the right deal they might have, uh, they might have left swiper go, man. Um, but we, yeah. we're not even gonna waste anybody's time about the all the trades. We can talk about this uh, 76ers and Nets trade. And for those uh, that although trade have to be under a rock. Um, right, but James Harden, Paul Millsap for uh, Ben Simmons, Andre Drummond, Seth Curry, and two first-round draft picks. What was you gonna say? I finna say, although I did, I did like the Montrez uh, trade to to Charlotte. That was. Good. I was like, they need toughness. I was like, ooh, they yeah. need toughness. 
and he's a he's, he's a Carolina boy. He's from North. Yeah, and that and that was that was the first thing I thought about. I was like, he's from North Carolina, yeah. so works out perfect. Where you went to college at? He went to college. Uh, he went. He went to Louisville. Yeah, that's why I was about to say. Yeah, he went to Louisville. He played yeah. with. Uh, he played with Donovan Mitchell. Uh, he played with. Uh, he played with. Uh, no, he played with. Uh, no, no, he played before. With, uh, uh, he played with Rozier. Yeah, yeah Rozier. Terry Rozier. Yeah, he played with Terry Rozier. He didn't overlap. And I know Donovan Mitchell. I, if he did, it was it was probably Donovan Mitchell's like first year. Yeah. Okay. But right. uh, I'm also like I'm also. I'm also cool with it with his uh, kids, mom, his, the the mother of his kids. Okay. Because she was the fitness she was a fitness instructor here uh, at the gym I go to. Okay. But uh, but yeah, that of course you know the first thing people say who won the trade out, out of mm-hmm. uh, the Nets the Nets and the Sixers. Just looking at the trade, the Nets won. Like yeah, they got like. They got Ben Simmons, Ben Simmons, Seth Curry, uh, and two two first round picks. That that's what that's where I that that's where I raised my eyebrow. I was like two first round picks. They went from asking for two first round picks to giving away two first round picks. <laughs> and, I, and I felt like you could have you would have been fine with just uh, with just trading James Harden. Uh, getting James Harden and them. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, what's his name for for Ben Simmons and probably and Seth, I, even though I did not want them to get rid of Seth because Seth, Seth was balling. Yeah, and Seth was balling. I know Doc didn't want to get rid of him either. Yeah. I know Doc didn't want to get rid because that that's his uh, son-in-law right there, ain't it? I think Seth married one of his children, one of his daughters. I think. I think so. I think. But um. Brooklyn finessed that because Brooklyn gave up. I want to say they gave up two first round picks to get hard. So they got two back. So they yeah. did they lose? They lost in the hard deal a little bit. But well, this deal with Philly, I think they won it. Um, even even if they just get a Ben Simmons that that's gonna lock somebody down on D. Um, right. He's still a good ball handler. You don't mm-hmm. necessarily have to worry about him shooting a lot. But give him the ball and let him run the pick and roll with KD or Kyrie. You, you got to pick your poison. Am I going to stay with KD? Am I going to stay with Kyrie? Am I going to double? Um, ben Simmons go, can roll to the basket and, and right. pass and dunk on somebody. You don't necessarily have to shoot. But, yeah, like you said, that, that, Seth, that Seth Curry was a big move because yeah. they lost and Joe Harris. He looked good. And he looked good in the first game. Yeah. Um, that depleted Philly, Philly to me. That, that depleted because Brooklyn got better in in all aspects. They got more shooting that yeah. they need. Um, they was like their big man. You got Blake Griffin playing like center and power four, and oh just wasn't cutting the mustard. My guy, uh, my guy, Dayron Sharp from Carolina. He's a young boy. Mm-hmm. He's not ready yet. He's still developing, so he's not big in the paint. Um, Lamarcus Aldridge. He's not the Lamarcus Aldridge we knew in Portland or San Antonio. Nah, they um, just they just need him for minutes. Yeah, and uh, they got another guy on the bench. Um, but all in all, like Andre, them picking up Seth Curry and Andre Drummond in that deal was big because Andre Drummond is still big. mean. He still he, can he rebound. Can grab you fifteen. I about to say he can yeah. still grab you fifteen, twenty rebounds. Easy. And will dunk on you. Anything in that paint, he he's liable to, to give you problems. Yeah, 
once yeah. KD once KD come back, like it, you know, you you'll get a real feel of what this team is going to look like. Mm-hmm. So because of the fact that like right now they're on they've been on this losing streak, and a good bit of it's because KD ain't been playing. Right. And we know we know who KD is. Yeah. Um. All right. So let's look at the Philly side of it. What? How do you feel about that? Um. I think. Depending on how how um they come together, they're gonna be a problem. Yeah. They're gonna be a problem. Um, but like I said, I think the bench got very, very, very uh short when they when you let Yeah, they're gonna have to they're gonna have to hit the wipe wire. Right. Um They're gonna have to hit the wipe wire. I, I mean outside of what they have, but with what they have, like like they still got uh, Max C. They like still Max got uh, Tobias. Yeah, because he's been coming. He's been coming yeah. to his own. Right. They got uh, Tobias Harris. You mm-hmm. know, like like they still have that. They still have that core. So it's mm-hmm. not like they lost that. So that's right. the good part. But like you said, the bench is where it's going to is where it's going to. They're going to need it the most. And and we don't know what what kind of fucking James Harden we about to get. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, from the look, look, from the looks of it, you about to get a motivated, uh, a so-called motivated James Harden. Yeah, we, just we'll like, see. just like, uh, just like Brooklyn was about to get a motivated Ben Simmons. Yeah. And, look, as you can see, both of them are are starting to get healthy real fast. Right. And, and so um, <laughs> all of a sudden, Brooklyn had got a motivated James Harden. He came in there, he was doing his thing when they when they got him. Uh, last year, like that that run he yeah. went on when they when he first started, oh playing, yeah, was crazy. Um, so I'm glad that you said that about Ben Simmons. Let's talk about it. Um, he hasn't been playing because of mental issues, and people are like, mm-hmm. you know, they're wondering like, well, all of a sudden he's good, which that can be the case because you've been places right. that, that you was probably fucked up in the head about. Like, look, I don't want to be here, and soon as those soon as your circumstances or situations change. Everything's nah, yeah. Nah, shit. I, hell, that's just like when, just just like when I was here, uh, when I was living in Radcliffe, when I was living in Radcliffe, Kentucky, I hated it there. As soon as we moved out here to Louisville, mm-hmm. like it felt a lot better. I was in, you know, in an actual city, mm-hmm. you know, and I, I could move and do shit the way I want to, and, and right. not be, not necessarily be stuck to to such a small ass city. Yeah, but hell, but we, you know, we went through that through the military. You know, right. we get stuck in one place for a minute. Be like, I got to get the fuck up out of here. Mm-hmm. So had so. he played that that last game that they played? Uh, who did they play? Um, was it Sacramento? They played Sacramento. Um, had he played that game, I wouldn't have thought nothing. Why? Because, like I said, his 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 circumstances, situation changed, change of scenery, mm-hmm. and sometimes that's all we need. Like you can be in a down, a bad place. Right. And I mean, everybody's acting like um, that was like if he plays like he was faking. No, the nigga was he could have been it. Like it's, I mean, it's neither here nor there. How what right. where his mind frame was, because I mean, I I have my personal opinion on it. I don't think that he was fucked up in the head or depressed or whatever. It's just he no, not Philly. But he I just wanted out. But he may have been. Right, but, it's something we don't know. Right, but when you, I mean, when, when when your change happens, you can be good. So right, but it, even even in the in, in the same with the same mind, like like you said, 
a change of scenery, a change of scenery makes a hell of a lot. You know, it makes a big time difference mm -hmm. when when you're when you're in a place in, that you're not happy at. And once you get that change that change of scenery, you know, like you get to you get it's like starting over. You get to start over again. Right. Now he gets to he gets to introduce Brooklyn to Ben Simmons. Mm -hmm. Man, that's like getting out of a bad relationship, man. You just, like yeah, <laughs> you all yeah. fucked up in the head. Soon as that shit ends, you like, oh my god, like niggas like yo, like relief. Yeah, like you just fucked up last week. I know, nigga. I just I'm, I'm good. Like you right, know, right. So I I mean I hope I hope that it, I to be honest I hope it works out for both of them. Yeah. I, and, um, and then they play each other the March 10th, 10th? I, think. I think it's the 10th, yeah. So, I, oh, I, I hope that I hope that both teams are fully primed up and ready. Mm -hmm. I um, hope they are primed up and ready and that, that everybody play. I would like to see it. Actually, I would like them I to want bump it, Yeah, I want to see that. I would like them to bump in the playoffs. somewhere in the playoffs, yeah. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully the Eastern Conference Finals. I think that would be... I think that would shatter numbers. Oh yeah, that that would definitely be the most watched. Yeah. Just on the strength. Easily. So, um, real quick, LeBron James uh, became the all-time leading scorer um, overall. Not not for regular mm -hmm. season, but overall uh, regular season and playoff points combined. Um, congrats to him. Um, major yes. achievement. Um, and that I think is more of an attribute to. His longevity and and longevity. obviously yep. who who he is because he he can't get to that without being as great as he is. So I don't want to take the great away, right. but definitely longe longevity. Um, Absolutely, he's in a place to where he uh, has played more seasons than Jordan, and you know he's passed Jordan. If you you know um, he's passed Carmelo, Jordan, Kareem, Carmelo, yeah. all of them. So overall, so yeah, yeah, it, it, it's great. Um, you know. Um, I think it's a testament to him how good he is. It's also a testament to like, mm -hmm. like, like a Jordan because okay, Mike only played what 12, 13, 14 years, and to be, yeah. it, it would take him. You know, he passed Jordan in his seventeenth year, mm -hmm. so it took him three more years. But it's not a Jordan podcast. It's not a Jordan segment. So not <laughs> right. But congrats, congrats to him. Um, yeah, yeah, much deserved. Yeah. Um. Much deserved. Just to touch on him and the Lakers real quick since we on him. Um, they didn't make no moves. Although they could, I don't, they, I don't they, think they had a move to make, honestly. Uh, I think the only move they could have made was to go get John Wall. But why? That that was the only thing. Uh -huh. Yeah, I mean they had to move, but why? I don't I don't understand right. why. I mean I, that that was the thing. I was like, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I I wouldn't. I mean. John Wall been on ice for a year and a half. Mm -hmm. And I, I would take Russell with John Wall any day. Regardless of what Russ I'm getting. Right. Russ is not playing all that bad. They just he's just in a bad system and they make they make it more than they, you can't you're never gonna you're never gonna blame LeBron for anything. No. A D is he he's gotten that he's getting that pass. Oh, who else are they gonna blame? The only, only person, Frank only person Vogel. he ain't getting the pass from is uh, uh look, only person he ain't getting the pass from is Stephen A. Stephen A. Like right. shit. Oh yeah. He might have to get rid. You know. Yeah. I mean, I, I can see it. I, I mean, I mean, 
Uh, I mean, uh, and it and it's 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 strictly on availability, right? AD is AD. He ain't changed like he's no different from the Pelicans AD to me. No, if you take and, LeBron, dog. You take LeBron off that that Lakers team. I think the Lakers are maybe their playing team at best. Look, we gonna we gonna have a we gonna have a we gonna have an episode where it's, where we gonna get we gonna get some uh, AD talk off. I'm gonna get my I'm gonna get my business I'm gonna get my business partner on because the conversation that I had last week, dog, I almost I almost lost my shit. We can do it. I almost lost my on him and because he's he's such he's such a Laker fan that he's blinded by. You know he's that like say you know of course when we say don't be that guy he's that guy. Yo, you saw he's my post of the week. Um, a AD is uh, no what Antetokounmpo is who y'all and, think AD is, and that's exactly why I told him. And he was how just like because he was like did AD make the top seventy five? I was like he shouldn't have hell because I was like I said it's somebody on that same team that should have been on the top seventy five that didn't make it. And I mentioned Dwight Howard, and he tried to shit on Dwight. I was like, "Come on, dog! You're not even finna. We're not even finna here and do. We're not yeah, finna when do you this." Pull up those accolades and line them up side by side. There's no comparison. No comparison. They both got a championship now, right? So you can cancel <laughs> those out. Let's right. look at the. Let's look at who was MVP before. Let's look at who went defensive player of the year. Let's look out who did who, this. Who took a team to who took their team to the finals? To the finals by themselves. So I mean. Um, yeah. so yeah, um, they didn't make a move. They didn't have any moves to make. I don't think, um, I, uh, I think they're going to talk this season up at the loss. They're going to, they're going to try and play. Of course, LeBron's going to be LeBron. He's going to do what he's, what mm-hmm. he's supposed to do. Yeah. But I, I don't see, I don't see anything else really coming from the Lakers this season, to be honest. I mean, they, if they make the plan, if they make the plan, you know, they could be scary they, for for a seven yeah. or eight seed. Yeah. But well, well, scary for a playing game. They're not gonna be scary for a a or a Phoenix. Phoenix or a Golden State. No. Not in a seven game series. No. So I yeah, that, that's the ceiling for the for, for me right now. That's the ceiling. Um right. So I mean, look, they may they may flip the proverbial switch and, and motherfucking shit might pop off. It could happen, or they can just be playing fucking possum. I mean, I, only person I can see hitting the switch is LeBron. That's the only person who I know has a switch like that. True. So, I, I've never seen anybody else hit a switch like that uh, on on that team. True. Like true. In the, individually, yeah. So now that the um, trade deadline is is came and gone, um, who are your favorites out the East and West? Uh, Milwaukee's still my favorite, especially okay. with them getting Ibaka. Jimmy Bach is big. It is. It is. Cause I don't care what nobody say. There. Yeah, I don't care what nobody say. Get, grab, snatching up Ibaka is big. And I'm like, some of these, it, granted, teams aren't even, because you still got the waiver wire. You got people that's getting bought out, you know, getting these buyouts and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I I got Milwaukee. Milwaukee won. Uh, Milwaukee won. Brooklyn two with an asterisk. Okay. Just because we need to see what they look like. 
and because of Kyrie and because of how how the shit's gonna play out for Kyrie. You're gonna get to that. And then my and yeah. then my wild card the wild card my wild card is uh is the Bulls. Okay, so you don't got Phoenix in there. That's your top three in the East? Well no, that was just that was just the East. Well no, yeah, I'm just I'm so no, I mean yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's your top three in the East? And yeah, that's in the East. Ooh. Now in the in the in the so no West, Phoenix and no Phoenix and no Miami. You know Phoenix in the West. Uh, I mean, I mean, I no, mean, I mean, um, no Philly in Miami. That's what I mean. My bad. Oh yeah, I did. I got well. I got to see what Philly gonna look like once Harden start playing. Okay. In Miami, I mean, because you're not okay, believe beat in Miami. Nah. Me neither. Me neither. I'm just asking. I'm, I'm, nah. I'm not even. But they are in the top two right now. Yeah. In the right yeah, as yeah, of yeah. right now. So that's why I was just asking. Um. I, I want to see what Philly look like. I, I mean, of course, Philly, Philly's gonna be up there, cause just Embiid alone. Mm-hmm. But like you said, like we said earlier, with that trade, with that trade happening, if they don't make any, if they, if they don't make any other moves, that bench is going to hurt them in the long run. You right about that, my brother. <laughs> so, in the East, uh, I have, I'll go. I'm gonna go Brooklyn, Milwaukee, mm-hmm. and I will say I'm gonna put Philly in there just because of MB, how mm-hmm. he's playing right now, and and Doc Rivers. Um, but Chicago is close. Chicago, I, I like I like that Chicago team. I, I, I like them too, but they're they're healthy. They're, Worry me. Them, them, and them and the Hornets. Those are like the two teams I, I will go out my way to go watch. Like, yeah, I want to watch. I, I started to go to watch uh, the Hornets play uh, Memphis past Saturday, but I didn't. Oh, where? Chicago. They, they kind of, they're, they're health issues. Like, yeah, the Rosen's out. If he's not out, then Levine's out. Hey, Rosen ain't out. out it's damn ball, Lonzo Ball, like. When, yeah. when when they got a healthy full product on the court, they are a scary team. But they uh-huh. just gotta get out there. Yeah. And and Cause Cause we seen what we seen what they could be. Yeah, Caruso's out. But like we ooh. I don't know. Wow. To, I think he'll probably be back. But uh but the good thing about it is we've seen what they could be together. Like Absolutely. they've got some burn together. Absolutely. And, and that like you said, that shit is scary. It is. It is. Uh, you just for, make for the West playoffs, yeah, 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 for the West, for the West, um, Phoenix, know, Golden State, uh, damn, I know it's a Utah? hard one. Okay. Utah, all right. Okay. Utah three. <laughs> let's let's talk about it. Even even <laughs> with even with the even with Joe Eagles being being gone, hell, they traded him anyway. Which is odd to me. I don't know how you trade an injured player that's out for the injured. year. But yeah. um, so let let's talk about it. So I'm gonna ask you this first. Okay. No Memphis. Memphis, they'll get, they'll make a run, but I, they're, they're still too young. Like they, they still don't have, they don't have enough playoff experience okay. on their team. They, they said the same thing about them last year, but yeah. Um, so yeah, 
You got, to add, you got anything to add on to it? As far as in, uh, your picks? Uh, that, I'm not even, look, I ain't even confident in that, with that uh, jazz Why pick. Why not though? So, I don't know. So if you was to take well, that back. No, 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 I take that back. In there. I take that back. Uh, no, I take that back. Because they did, they made a move too. Mm-hmm. They made a move, and so that move, so that move that they made helped replace Joe Joe Ingles. Okay. So they got they got a good they got uh Alexander Walker and that's a, yeah that, that Alexander Walker from uh yeah New Orleans. Well, well New Orleans by yeah. way of Portland because they traded into Portland and then Portland yep. traded. Yeah, so. Um, but uh, but yeah, I. I those are the three, and I think that I think they've just been the most. Those are the three teams that's been the most consistent, right? And, and that golden that golden state team is gonna be scary once once Draymond comes back, and, and they haven't even incorporated Dan Wiseman yet, right? Like Wiseman hasn't even came back yet. Mm-hmm. But even even with what they have right now, like if they stay in that two that two three range, mm-hmm. it's uh they're gonna be they're gonna be fine right so i'm not even gonna say oddly enough i have the same three in that order um mm-hmm. i i don't have memphis in there for a different reason than what you say um only because i think play well it's proven playoff basketball is different than regular season basketball. different yeah um, yep. um john Morant is great outstanding mvp candidate probably top two or three right now in that race. Yeah. But yeah. I think when it comes to the playoffs, they're going to need more than John Morant to carry that Memphis team mm-hmm. to wherever they go. Like they, you, you're going to get defense that's specifically keying on stopping you, John Morant. Yep. So Dylan Brooks, you're going to have to play ball. Uh, Bain, uh, Desmond Jared, Bain. Jared Jackson. Step up. Jaron Jackson, you're gonna have to step up. Steven Adams, like you, you we're gonna need more because John Morant might might double and triple teams at times. Like yeah. he's gonna get different looks. Uh, a lot of these coaches coach for like the regular season is a formality. Like we know we're going to the playoffs. Yeah. We're gonna be a top two thing. Steve Kerr does not worry about making the playoffs. No. Guys, just play ball. When I get there, like we we gonna devise schemes and everything once we get in the playoffs to shut whoever down or to if we can't shut them down, we just gonna outscore them. Right, but then like a team like Golden State, you have your Draymond Greens. You know, you have your veterans on that team who can, who can coach, who mm-hmm. can coach along with the coach. Yeah, you know, they're the, they're the they're the coach. You know, when they're on the floor, so they can sit there and be like, okay, we need to do this. Right. You you here? I need you here. Yeah. So and, yes. and see and and like a team like Memphis, they don't have that yet. They don't have that. They don't have that player that can that can sit there and dictate dictate the floor for everybody and At make all. sure that everybody everybody's in their spots the way they the, where they need to be. Right. So yeah, I, I have I have the same three you have. Just a different reason that that I don't have Memphis in there. I, I honestly do think. Um, so well, that can play the 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 youth can play in play into it. Um, mm-hmm. Because I don't think they're quite ready yet. Um, they are. But maybe, you know, most team, and most teams slow the ball down anyway. Like, playoff yeah, playoff basketball gets slow. Yeah, they are maybe a player and a good serviceman away from being in 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 that in that order. Um, yeah, and so, I don't um, think they have a half court. I don't think they have a half court game. 
to be honest. Mm-mm. And then the playoffs like they, they like the playoffs get even that? more tricky too because you don't have the um we're it's a seven game series. So mm-hmm. I don't have to worry about you coming in tonight and then uh another team coming in the next night. Like, no, I have right four games you. to devise this game to stop you. Yep. I'm gonna let your coach figure out who else is gonna step up, who's gonna be your Scotty Pippen. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um Kyrie Irving, man. Um they're saying that they hope he can play home games. So here's an interesting, mm-hmm. interesting thing um, that we kind of knew, but I don't think we ever really touched on it. Um, Kyrie can't play home games, but let's say a Charlotte Hornets team came into Brooklyn and they have a right. player that's not vaccinated. Right. He can play. Just a home player, like that makes no sense to me. Ned, none of that. I think we, I think we touched on it a little. I think we touched, we touched on it off, off camera. Yeah, it makes no sense. To yeah, that's just. Yeah, it it does not make any sense. Difference. So and and so um, they play the Knicks tonight or tomorrow? I think it's tonight. I don't know. I ain't looked at nobody's schedule tonight. <laughs> Either tonight or tomorrow. But is he considered an away player? Because he's he he on he is an away player yeah. going to yeah. the garden to yeah. So can you play in New York? Which by rule he shouldn't he shouldn't be able to. He should by, be able to by by, by New state, state by New law. York yeah by New York law right. He should not be able to play, but. They're letting away players, players that are not right. in. So, so, I just say, I just say, let folks play. Like you are, like you, said, you got unvaccinated. You still got unvaccinated players, which is, which is fine. But if you're gonna let them, because and it works out for them because most of them are in states that don't have that mandate. Right. So they can, you know, they can play. Mm-hmm. And then they can go, you know, they can go to the away games and play. So they can, you know, they they they're able to go and play all all games, you know, as long as they're healthy. Mm-hmm. It's just unfortunate that Kyrie's in fucking New York, <laughs> right? Honestly, I'm tired of it. Let him play. Um, it yeah. makes no sense to have away players coming in and can play. And what what's the difference between the two? Right. Well, I don't I don't see a difference. Cause that unvaccinated player is still gonna have to make sure he's tested exactly before he gets on the court and all this other shit. Like I'm sure I'm sure the motherfuckers. T- if I'm unvaccinated and I play in the NBA, nigga, I'm tired of getting that damn. I'm tired of getting jugged up my goddamn nose. Right. Look, yeah, I'm, let right. me go. <laughs> look, I be like, fuck this. Let me go on and get this jab. Stop playing. You're fucking right. I, I don't. I, I think I would have like if I was if I it, and that's just me personally. If I was unvaccinated in the NBA and I'm tired of getting my damn brain picked at, I'd be like, you know what? Because cause it's not like it's not like this is a a one time. You know, it's not like they do this like once a month. No, these motherfuckers have to do this shit every fucking game that they go to. Multiple multiple days, maybe uh 
uh, multiple times a week. Right. Right. So yeah, just imagine those those back to back to back games. I man, I'll be so goddamn mad. Yeah, like, fuck right. it, just get, get. Hey, y'all got y'all got the chat right right here. Can I, can I get it right now? Bring that shit. Right. Matter of fact, give me one and two and the booster. <laughs> right here, two right there, the booster in my thigh, man. Let, let, what we got? All right. Let me get all three. One, one go. Um, um, fuck. But hopefully it changes, man. Just for because it's starting to look. Does it really matter to this point right now? Anyway, I mean, if, if these guys are willing to risk whatever for whatever they're doing, you know, for their basketball goals or needs, then let them. Um, I don't see I don't see the difference between Kyrie playing, well, not playing, and you got a player that comes in from them, uh, like I said, the Charlotte Hornets that's not vaccinated and him playing in the same arena on the same floor. It makes no sense. Right. Yeah. That will lead that's the state of New York. Yeah. But that will lead <laughs> you to think, let's say, let's say if Kyrie takes up a residency or gets uh let's say he moves to somewhere right outside the state of New York and says, you know what, I'm a resident of Massachusetts. And they go, I drive in from Massachusetts to right. every day. Like so uh, I, there's that's just I guess that's the military in me thinking like it's right, always right. around some shit. It's always yeah, it's a way around some shit. Let's now. see how we can finesse this shit, man. But um hey without further ado man, we got the Super Bowl. Let's let's get to it. Congratulations to the Los Angeles Rams. Mm-hmm. Man, hey, that was well. It was overall. It was a good Super Bowl. That goddamn third quarter. That 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 third. Pretty much when Odell went down. Ooh. Yeah. It, it, it dragged out for a minute. It dragged out for a minute. Both teams. It was like both teams couldn't do shit when Odell went out. I was like, what the fuck? And, and and we then, actually we was on uh chat together when uh Odell went out. Well, not, no, it was before that. Um, but I'll let you go ahead. I, I don't want to. No, I was gonna say, but but like it seemed like damn damn Matt Stafford finally had realized. Oh yeah, I got my fucking Cooper Cup on my team. Let me get him the ball. And right. Cooper Cup came through. He did. So, ah, uh, I said this earlier. I think um, LA started out good. You know, um, that, well, the first drive, they stalled, punted the ball. Since he had the ball, they really stalled. They didn't even get a first down on their first first series. They gave right. LA the ball back, and next thing you know, LA is struck. Um, that's when um, Odell. Yeah, Odell had the touchdown. Yep. Odell, yep. And, um, it seemed like oh, LA was I, I felt like he, I felt like he was going to show out. Yeah, like, I had think he, he was not, on his way to maybe having uh, the 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 MVP of the Super Bowl. I think he was on his yeah. way. That's what it kind of felt like. Um, yeah. And I felt like it was LA's game up until right at the halftime. Cincinnati did what Cincinnati does. They um they been they looked like ass the whole uh, a first half of a game. And at the halftime, they come out. Um, they came out with a. One hit a quitter right, right, right off the bat. Which me and you was on on a call together. We, I was like, you yeah. know, uh, I think that could have been called as a offensive, you know, pi passing fit. But it was. And, and I was saying, and I was saying that uh, like earlier when when Cincinnati was on the drive, 
uh, Ramsey got right. away with a hole. Like but, you saw the jersey, the jersey pool. Yeah. So they they let you know they let. I guess you could say they let them play. Um. But so Cincinnati came out with that one hit a quitter, and then yeah. LA gets the ball, and what do they do right away? Turn the ball over. Mm-hmm. And I think we was talking right then, and I was like, yo. It's a rap, like, like <laughs> right. it's over for these niggas. Like LA is about, it's Cincinnati about to run over them. But Cincinnati only, hey, scored, yeah. only, only kicked the field goal. And then Odell went out and, and it was just like, it, it was just like a game of tug of war from there. Right, until, right. Until, um, like the last two minutes of the game. Yeah. Uh, that, that fourth and one, the jet sweep they did with um Cooper Cup, was mm-hmm. big, huge shit. Because that had they not got that, they wouldn't. Get, I don't think they would have got that ball back. No, it was. And a even rap. if they would have, even if they would have gotten it back, it would have. They would have had to drive the field. Right. And then when you think about it, look where they made that call at. They was on like the thirty. They wasn't right. on the other side of the field. They, if, if if they don't get that right there, Cincinnati's in field goal range. As soon as they get the ball, four yep. within the inside the thirty. They might get a touchdown. And, and they, and they show, yeah, I'm about to say, and they showed that they can move the ball through the air and on the ground, which I don't know why they stopped giving the ball to Joe Mixon. Me neither. Um, but they, they, so they went to how they, how they've been playing. Um, Joe Mixon, yeah. he didn't get a lot of carries, I think, you know, in second half, so a lot of those, a lot of those other games either. So I guess they was trying to stick to the same formula. But um, so that fourth and one, um, Cooper Cup. Gets the jet sweep, get a first down. And so from there, even like Cooper Cup has got some momentum. Matt Stafford mm-hmm. got some confidence. Um, Odell's not in the game. And uh anybody listen to unapologetic and as I kind of said this earlier, but um Odell's not in the game, right? So I'm i if if I'm Cincinnati's coach, I'm I'm gonna say, you know what? Somebody else is gonna have to beat me besides Cooper Cup. Yeah. Cooper Cup is not getting single coverage with Eli Apple on him. Like, them niggas smoked that Apple pack on yeah, Sunday. They, got they, that. they had that Apple pack, and it was, Man. niggas was passing that shit around. But so it seemed like every every time they said, hey, what size Eli Apple on? Hey, we gonna go ask line, him. Line them up. Feel like, yeah, light them up. Line Cooper Cup Got them, smoke them. <laughs> that's, that's, what, that's what the fuck, that's what the fuck it came down to. And he just looked nah. bad, like. And Eli Apple is not going to guard Cooper Cup one on one. But not, I don't know why he thought that he could guard Cooper Cup one on one. Listen, he's a. That's talk, all I'm saying. He's a talking. He been talking that shit. He talked that shit to Tyreek Hill. He can't guard. Tyreek oh Hill. god. He can't guard Tyreek Hill one on one. So I don't. But I mean, hey, whatever works for Eli Apple. He want to talk himself into a conversation. Okay, but they went down on the field. And of course, that the uh, the, the go ahead touchdown was on Eli Apple. Um, yep. It was a good game. Oh yeah, oh yeah. And then shout out to Aaron Donald, Aaron who Donald. Uh, got the who got the game game ending sack. The last two. Yeah. He got a sack, but well, uh, he, well, he got a he stop. He, he stopped the old boy, the running back, and then he got that sack. Yep, he got that sack, and I was just like, mm-hmm. and the crazy it part is, it as a sack. Yeah, 
I was gonna say, and then the crazy part is, had had Joe Burrow had about a, a good a good second left, mm-hmm. had he had one more second at a time, Jamar Chase wide open down the field for a touchdown by himself. That's why I was like, hey, hey, uh, Jalen Ramsey, as much shit as he talk, he he getting his ass torched too. You be getting his ass torched. You good? He a, he a damn good cornerback. But there are times when 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 his that that top wide receiver he lined up against get the best of him. So you know, I have a thought on him. It's kind of like Michael Parsons. They gamble a lot. Yeah. And I think um, I I find it hard to who's a better cornerback than Jalen Ramsey right now. Mm. It's hard. I think Jalen Ramsey, he looked a lot better in, in, in Jacksonville. Because Trayvon he, Diggs? Mm. Stat-wise, he, he, he's better, but... So, but Trayvon, but, but Trayvon's the same way as, as Jalen. He gambles. He gambles but, a lot. So I think... The difference between the Jalen Ramsey that we see now and the Jalen Ramsey we saw in Jacksonville, I think Jalen Ramsey gambles a lot because he know he has Aaron Donald and that 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 mm-hmm. defense is like crazy. Like they're gonna pressure, they're gonna put pressure. If he knows that, okay, yeah. this I gotta I gotta stay with this man for five, six, seven, eight seconds. He probably doesn't gamble a lot. So, but yeah, the the Jalen Ramsey got he was getting torched. He got torched. I he got torch. Um no if and has a bust about it at all. Um right. Cooper Cup. Best wide receiver in the league. But now Okay. I I would put stat wise, yes. And that's but he's but he he proved it. Mm-hmm. Like he proved it. And I mean and then of course it, it also helps with the team like with the team that he was on because at the time like so when you think about it he had Robert Woods on the other side of him okay. you know before he got hurt right so you know took a lot of pressure out but he, but but then what what made it what made it look better for him was once Robert Woods went down his production never stopped it was like his actually it seems like his production picked up when Robert Woods went down and it was just like, uh, I mean, hell, and Matthew Stafford did what he was supposed to do. Throw it to the best, throw it to the best, throw it to the best person on the field. That's just like uh, Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers, when he's throwing it to uh, Devontae Adams. Devontae okay. Adams, by far, is definitely one of the top receivers in the league. And right. when, you got a, when you got a receiver like that, you're going to try and make sure he get the ball. True. So if you're starting this, a team, who's the first wide receiver you pick? Is it Cooper Cup? Ooh. <laughs> Damn, that's that's tough. Is it Cooper Cup? I'm going. I'm going. I'm going to take Devontae Adams because of size. Because of size. Because of size. His okay. size. His size. What he can do, and that's no no slight to Cooper Cup because we saw we just saw what Cooper Cup did this year. Mm-hmm. But. If I need to, if I need to throw a fifty-fifty ball up, then Devontae Adams, I know Devontae Adams got got enough height on him to go get it. 
compared to compared to Cooper Cup. So athletic wise, if if going off what you said, if I have to if, if I have to do a 50-50 ball, Cooper Cup isn't in my he's not one of my top wide receivers that I pick for, for a team. Cause I might even pick DeAndre Hopkins before him. And I'm not oh, even yeah. I'm not saying DeAndre Hopkins is in my top three receivers or whatever. Yeah, he might be close to it, but I would I would definitely take the uh, Devontae Adams. Oh yeah. Um I like Hopkins. Um another wide receiver. Ooh. Um, what about Stefan? I mean, it's it's a lot out there. I like so I, I'm like, not gonna take nothing away from Cooper Cup at all. Um I was thinking about that earlier, like when I if I was if I was to pick my team mm-hmm. and I came out to the wide receiver position, any you can have a pick of any guys you want. Does Cooper Cup make my team? Right. And I, I mean, I don't know. Um, Actually, Cooper Cup would—he would make my team. Like if I—if I was putting a team together, uh-huh. a, a team together, he would definitely be on my team. Would he be the top two? I would, he would be. I would. I would make him my number two. Okay. Mm. I, I would make him my number so, two. He definitely wouldn't be a bad two at all. Hell no. Not be a bad two. Um, like if I could have him and Devontae Adams on the same team, dog. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Right. Like it's gonna be a pick. It's gonna be a pick and poison type type of game. He's a he's a great possession wide receiver that 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 can make things and that, and, after the ball. That yep. can make things happen after the ball. And, and shout out to him just for everything he did this year. Super Bowl MVP, um, mm-hmm. triple crown winner. Um, Man, every stat far as a wide receiver, he was in. He was that guy. Can't take nothing away from him at all. Um, it's gonna be interesting to see what kind of attention he get next year. Hey, been he, in the league about six, seven years, right? Something like that. Yeah, you so. know what's wild? You know what's wild about it? Fucking uh, what's called? OBJ is like the third best receiver on that team, like stat wise. Yeah, stat wise. Mm-hmm. Cause you got Robert Woods, Cooper Cup, mm-hmm. and OBJ. Now just right. imagine if all three of them are. Are on the field together, man. Listen, you're right. You're, you are right. You're right. Can, uh, and and man, I feel. I, I feel. I'm. I'm happy for OBJ, but I feel bad yes. for him at the same time that he could not finish. Because like I said, I felt like he was on his way to being the MVP of that game. Which, uh, of course, that that brought a lot of talk of uh of them doing away with playing on turf, at least for, at least for the Super Bowl. Right. But it's like turf or not, I think that's like one of those um because we see those non, non non-contact injuries um when a player is running and tries to stop, you know, full speed and plant. And it's that's that's the same leg that he but for the same knee he tore but at, uh, what you call it? In New York. No, no, you also first year in, in Cleveland. In Cleveland, yeah. I was gonna say, but you also gotta think grass grass when you're playing on grass. The ground gives away more right. than that You're turf right. does. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. So, I, will will it change? I don't think that will nothing will. They gonna stay. Uh, they gonna stay with turf. 
Turf ain't yeah. you know, <laughs> I, I think they, they stand with Turf on the strength that like your a lot of these Super Bowls are played in domes. Right. So mm-hmm. turf, turf ain't going nowhere. And I think it, it um it, that is definitely great for your speedy receivers and speed teams. Um, oh yeah. Um Aaron Donald. His legacy. Where where that, that's a big talk right now. Um the best oh, yeah, defensive player you've ever seen? I mean, shit. In this current era, I mean, well, with, definitely with in this, this current era. Current, definitely in this current. Yeah, era. this current era, absolutely. Um, of course, you know you you have your LTs, your your Ray Lewis, your your Deons. Like you have all those defensive players that have made their mark and uh-huh. and, and made you know and and have that. You know, like they have that backing of where they they were like top tier, because mm-hmm. I'm like fucking LT, LT was your best defensive player for for a minute. A monster. <laughs> and you know, um, I don't even know why I wasn't even thinking about Ray Lewis, but um, I definitely so so when, when I um I, I would probably put. Aaron Donald, two after um, Lawrence Taylor. Lawrence Taylor, yeah. just me growing up watching football. Lawrence Taylor, uh, defensive wise, he was a nightmare. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a lot of 49ers and Giants battles, and Lawrence Taylor was like a menace, but he was a menace to the whole league. Not only to what he did to Joe Theismann, but hell, Lawrence is one of the only, I think one of two or one of three defensive players that have won the NFL MVP. Mm -hmm. There's not um, many others that did that. So um, I I would have Lawrence, um, Aaron Donald. um, I would put Reggie White after, after that. Maybe yeah. probably Ray Lewis Reggie and Dion. Yeah, Reggie White and, and, doesn't get talked enough. No, don't. And th- those to me are defensive players that like command every respect on the field. Like you know, like like I have to know where this guy is at at all times, and it don't matter. Right. He's still gonna make a defensive play. Um, you know what I'm saying? Like like it's just without like you know Lawrence Taylor is gonna. It don't matter who you line up on him. He's going to beat him. Put two on him. He's going to beat him. Aaron Donald, same thing. He's going to beat him. Same way. Reggie White, like put Aaron, two on him. He's going to beat him. Um, Aaron, uh, Aaron Donald was the same motherfucker that that uh, they showed, you know, practicing where the damn, his trainer was using knives. Like, he's right. Like, who does that? Yeah. Who the fuck does that? You're right. You're right. So, that's crazy. Um, I, I, I um, Unlike the Matthew Stafford talk of he's the old jacket guy, he's a Hall of Fame right now. Aaron no, yeah. Donald is yeah. definitely a Hall of Famer. He, he, there, there's he, he, there's no point in even asking that question. He's cemented. Um, he's cemented. Um, I, I would I would love to see. I don't think he's going nowhere. I would love to see him continue to play football until he is yeah. ready to go. Um, I I don't. Uh, it's just crazy, man. Um. I, I don't see how he doesn't like um 
these guys don't get more like these defensive players like Aaron Donald don't get more recognition when it comes to that MVP part. Right. Um, but yeah, um, the halftime show. Dope show. I think so. Um, I liked it. I, I really enjoyed it. One of the better shows. Uh, not, the not the greatest. Yeah, not the greatest. Not the greatest. People been trying. As people been trying to deem it. Definitely but, not the greatest. But one of one of the better ones that we have seen. Yeah. In the past decade or so, um, it, it ranks oh, up yeah. there. Um, um, but yeah, I, I don't. Uh, hopefully. We keep getting that type of halftime show. Oh yeah, it, it was enjoyable. Like to see, I was like Snoop Dogg making black hair first, first nigga, first nigga to see walk on, on Super Bowl and throw, right. throw, throw them C's up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the censorship kind of bothers me a little bit. Like, it, of like course. when Kendrick says "popo," they gotta bleep that out. Yeah. And, all this other shit like we uh, so i think that that even the commercials were lackluster because we are in a and this is not on sports or anything so i'm definitely not gonna talk that much about it but we are in an era that everything is so offensive like you can't say this you can't say that yeah. so of course i then i thought about it i'm like that's probably why the commercials are that good as they used to be because it's just so many things that you can't you say can't or touch the on. Yeah, you can't yeah. push the boundaries like you used to. Although I did, I did like the LeBron one. It was the LeBron one was pretty dope. That was dope. I thought that was pretty dope. Like I, how I, they. I like that chip commercial better than LeBron. One. When the well, I'm just saying. Oh, well, I'm just saying. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the but like to see to see how they put you know yeah, now LeBron yeah. Yeah, with the CGI like that, I thought that was pretty dope. Yeah, I, I said I wonder how LeBron felt like once, like once he uh, like officially saw that commercial, how, mm-hmm. how he felt. Yeah, that was that was it was good though. Um, but yeah, that was, um, that was on point. So <laughs> it was Pete Boston and shit. But um, <laughs> hey, hey, before we get into the um, to the best MVP seasons ever, um. That was the question I meant to ask you last week, or maybe the week before that we didn't talk about. Um, and it came to me because they were talking about um, when the Golden State Warriors had played the Houston, Houston Rockets, right? And the young uh-huh. boy, the young boy was in Steph's face, like they was like going back and forth, and they was like, "Oh, who do you think he is?" Like he, like, but I'm, but I'm, like, so we're athletes. Me and you have played ball. Yeah. We haven't played ball professionally or anything, but right. we play playground, we play street, we play whatever. So, um, you respect people, but when you get on the court or on the field, that respect go out the window. Like, am I am I supposed yeah. to not talk my shit because you the best player on this court? We we talk shit to we talk shit to each other many a times going back and forth. But that, that's what I'm saying. Like, so. so <laughs> Is is this guy supposed to come on the field, well, come on the court, and be scared of Steph? Because we know who Steph is, but right, you know what I'm saying? Like, like I don't, I don't get that. Like, I don't. So, and, and, but we hear that a lot from these analysts. Like, oh, um, for instance, last year, um, what's my guy in uh Washington? Levar, not Levar Arrington. Um, fuck, the uh, defensive end. Uh, Chase. 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 Uh, Chase. So he was talking shit to Tom Brady. They was like, oh, As why, he why, is, why is he doing this? He's going to uh, make it worse on his team. Tom Brady's going to be motivated. Okay, but 
like so is he is he what, what is he supposed to do is he supposed to right. like, live in fear he's supposed to be scared of Tom Brady like he's not supposed to talk his shit I mean his job is supposed to he, he's supposed to hit Tom Brady and guess what if I can get a hit if I can get a motherfucking hit on Tom Brady I'm gonna talk my shit too I, yeah, I'm going I, I, to talk my shit. I just too. don't get that fact that like uh, all these commentators and not not really the the, the athlete, um, they they don't say that, but it's like these guys that yeah yeah it's your older commentators play ball like they like oh uh, yeah. he should not be barking in such and such face the fuck not that motherfucker's a man like me right but but when you look when you listen to like some of the analysts and. And the other, you know, and fellow athletes, they like, shit, that's that's a part of the game. Right. That's and, part of the game. I mean, that's as long as he's not saying nothing, as long as he ain't saying nothing slick, I mean right. shit, have at it. You can say what you want. True. And the thing and the same thing with um Aaron Donald. I mean it wasn't a, a late hit or a bad hit on um on Joe Burrow, but yeah. Cincinnati's team their linemen did what they supposed to do you touch my quarterback and then i'm getting in your face yeah like, in your motherfucking grill. everyone's like oh they shouldn't have did that they woke up the beast of aaron donald no they should have done that now it's their job to stop him but right. no he's supposed to get it get in that motherfucking face push him but um okay um so best mvp season ever <laughs> <laughs> i don't want to deep dive on that but uh best the guy had two I had two. I did a couple, man. I I, I, I did I, two, I like two or three in every sport. I but I let you I go. Had, then I'm, I'm I, I had two. What you got? I, I wasn't even finna. I wasn't even finna be cute with this shit. Okay, motherfucker, Jordan, 1988. Oh, okay. Went, that's that's a big MVP. one. MVP. Uh huh. Look, MVP. Uh huh. Defensive Player of the Year. Okay. Scoring champ. Yep. Skills champ. All Star MVP. Average, Yep. Right, All Star MVP. Yep. You know, whatever he, what, whatever you could do, that's whatever anybody could do. That's he, mm-hmm. he far and beyond. Thirty five mm-hmm. points per game, five point five rebounds, yep. not five, pretty much six assists, yeah. three steals, two blocks per game. Like, come on, dog. Like, who was topping that? That's hard to beat. That's why I said everybody's always. Love LeBron. Always, everybody wants to crown him, crown him the goat. Mm-hmm. I, I always say, until until your goat wins MVP and Defensive Player of the Year in the same year, come holla at me. Shit, even a Defensive Player of the Year in general, like he ain't won one of them. I'm just saying. Who's your, who's your second? Because you got two. Tom options. Brady. Okay. Tom Brady, 2007. That's when he had uh, 2007 when Randy Moss was there. Was that seven? It was that long? No, that wasn't seven. 2007. Was it? That's what oh, it he threw. Be. He threw for 50. He threw for you know 50 touchdowns. Right, you were right. It's seven because I was in San. 50 touch, four, 4,800 yards, 50 mm-hmm. touchdowns. Had a had a 117.2 passing rate. Uh, passer rating. You're right. You're right because that was lights um, fucking out. I went to uh San Diego. <laughs> I went to San Diego. Lights out that I'm year. Like sure. I, I said, I want. I said I wasn't even gonna be cute with this shit. Okay. Like. So- like they were the first. Those those are the two off top that I was just like. Right. I said I knew it was a Jordan. I just had to figure the year. I said it. Mm-hmm. I said whatever year Jordan won MVP and Defensive Player of the Year. Like, like you, who else is nobody's topping that? True indeed. True indeed. Uh, as far as like as far as the NBA. Right. 
So I, I had nobody's a, topping that. I had a couple, and I'm gonna run through them real quick. So I go NFL. Mm-hmm. I go NFL. No particular order. I had um uh Dan Marino in okay '84. Um, I think that was here they went to the Super Bowl. And co- yep. coincidentally, this is crazy. All these greatest MVP seasons, no one won the 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 championship. Right. Dan Marino, and I think that's a lot of what we're hearing about Cincinnati. Well, Dan Marino had a great season. Um, one of the yep. best seasons for a quarterback by by none. And he never made it back to the Super Bowl. Sounds kind of familiar nope. with this Cincinnati team. Like they're all like, oh, this team is prime, they'll be back. Dan Marino thought the same thing. Never went back. <laughs> um, so Tom Brady, I have Tom Brady that same year. Guess yep. what? And then win the Super Bowl. Lost to the Giants. Yeah. Um, but outstanding season, killing everything. He averaged over, and you you already gave gave all the stats. Only thing I add into that is the motherfucker averaged, he was averaging over 300 yards a game, passing. Yes, passing. Yeah. Um, and a lot of that tribute to Having a having a Randy Moss on your team, Randy Moss was killing. Um, go route. And um, lastly, for the NFL, I had uh, Ladanian Thompson. I can't remember the exact. Yes. Year. Let me see. Um, uh, um, 06, the year before Tom. Year before. He had. I think he. And had I like, thought that was. I thought that was the year that 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 they were gonna make it to the Super Bowl. Yeah. <laughs> right. They didn't make it to the Super Bowl. So he, I think that year he had. Combined 32, 33, 34 touchdowns. Um, he mm-hmm. had broke the before, well, he had broke the Russian record, but of course, as we know, Adrian Peterson came along and took it out. Um, so that, that was mine for uh for the NFL. Um I had um Gretzky and uh Ovechkin, Ovechkin for NHL. Um Y'all do the years for Gretzky. It, it, you can pick any year. Gretzky won the N- MVP. <laughs> it don't matter. And Ovechkin kind of kind of the same. Um, baseball, same way because he's been killing it. Yeah, baseball. I had Barry Bonds. Yep. And um, pick, look, damn near pick a season. Yeah. Um, Barry Bond. Well, I, I went with the uh, seventy-three home run season. Yeah. And um, I had. Ohani this year, the guy, the guy this year, the pitcher. This yeah, year. Uh, yeah, Ohani. Yeah, man. Eesh. I'm Eesh. like, how are you the pitcher and you and you jacking them out the yard like that? Jacking them out the yard and striking motherfuckers out. Um, <laughs> basketball. I had um, who did I have? I had uh, Steph Curry. The mm-hmm. year they won uh 73. Yep. Um, and guess what? Didn't win the championship. Right. But he was uh, first first unanimous. Um, that motherfucker hit, I think, four hundred and five three pointers that year. <laughs> My nigga, <laughs> and he's probably gonna break that too. Four hundred three pointers in a year, in a season. Uh, in a season. Yeah, you had some teams that didn't even make that. Yeah. Sheesh. Um. Shaq, I think it was the 2000 season. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, you talking about a force of nature? Hey, that's when he had. Hey, that's when he had the he had the hair. Mm-hmm. That's when he had hair on his head. A force of he, nature. He decided to grow his. He decided to grow his hair out that year. Right, and that's the year they ran through the the playoffs. Oh 16, my God. 16 and Everybody. one. Yep, sixteen and one. Um, and then of course Jordan, the same season, won everything, oh. but. <laughs> 
but, but uh, NBA Finals MVP. Um, yeah, I I don't I don't think we'll ever see another season like that for for someone that wins MVP and Defensive Player of the Year, Slam Dunk Championship, All Star. Uh, I mean, he set the record for no. guards, like most blocks for a guard that season. Like, yeah, 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 like yeah, like uh, two hundred steals and and hundred blocks. Yeah, 100, well, hundred. Like, I think it's like one hundred sixty blocks or something like that. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, yeah, in the season, yeah. Yeah. Crazy. Dominated. Crazy. Um wanna do this black history uh fact so we then we can get up out of here, man. Yeah, yeah, man. I got mine, I got mine ready. Come on at? Come on at? I got mine ready. Well why you why you pull yours up? Um my black my black history athlete for for this week is uh Arthur Ashe. Ooh. First black male, first black black male to win the Australian Open. U.S. Open and Wimbledon. Um, in the '80s, he ended up contracting uh, HIV, and, uh-huh. but then uh, you know became a became a you know a, pretty much a spokesperson for AIDS awareness to you know to help people who who ended up having it. And then once he retired, he uh, you know went back and and began you know protesting for on his on the Haitian side for the Haitian refugees. Okay. So that is my black history athlete for this week. Shout um, out to you, Mr. Arthur Ashe. Indeed, Arthur Ashe. Um, he, he probably should have. Um, but during this time, we would have been more into tennis like we was into golf and uh, Tiger Star. Yes, and yes. If he was actually uh, during this time, we didn't have the media and widespread social media. Um, but um, I have, I wanted to talk about Andrew Foster. He organized the first African-American basketball league, well, baseball league, I'm sorry. And of course it was called the uh, Negro National League. Negro League, yeah. Yep. And that started in Kansas City. Um, and of, of course, I, I think uh, an interesting thing about that is um, we probably should have, um, that was one of our worst mistakes. Um, we integrated ourselves into the NBA, into the MLB. Um, imagine yeah. if we would have kept our own league. But the, the white white people were slick ever. White, yeah, yeah, absolutely. White people were slick because they know they needed us mm-hmm. to, I guess, further along their product. So, yeah, um, Negro League. Um, Andrew Rube, uh, Andrew Rube Foster, he organized that. Um, and that was in 1920. Um, and the rest is history from there because we know what happened, what happened far as in with baseball, black pay, black players, um, and the things that we have done in that sport, um, which is drastically overlooked in that sport because that sport is the, the least um, friendly to African-Americans. Yep. It's still ironic that I'm look ironic that I'm wearing my Jackie my Jackie Robinson sweatshirt tonight. <laughs> right. And, and, and that's still for uh the most part still the good old boy um Oh absolutely good old boy sport. So that is it for uh me. Drew Foster. Shout out to you guy. And uh yes, ho- you know I it would have been great, like I said, had we kept our own leagues. Cause I think even the ABA yeah. was more or less 
a black black league. Oh yeah, it, it would have became a black league just mm-hmm. on the strength. Yeah. Let's go ahead and close this out, man. I know you got you got other engagements, things to get to. You're gonna get to that. You know it. Hey. Everybody, hey, like, share, and subscribe. Please. Appreciate all the support, the love, comment, comment. hit us hey, up. Somebody hit us up on Instagram. <laughs> so I my homeboy, I guess he was being funny, man, but he was like, Oh, y'all showing love and doing special requests, man. Let me let me request y'all start out with some uh with some twerk music. I was like, nigga, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> not on my watch. Not on yeah. my watch. Not today, guy. No. Nope. Yeah, he said some twerk music. Yeah, we're not doing that at all. Only like, twerk music. Look, we're going to put on some motherfucker Uncle Luke. Yeah. <laughs> Don't stop. Yo, what the fuck you think this is? Man, you lost your mind, man. But um, oh man. But of course, we always appreciate everybody coming out, mm-hmm. rocking with us as always. I mean, there's really nothing else left to say. Reggie, find us some music. Find us some uh, some take us home music. You know what? Let's go. Uh, some West Coast, man. Since we had a little West Coast thing, since we had that. Yeah, since we had the uh, the G Funk had that G Funk halftime show, I want to do Kendrick though because uh, Kendrick to me was, was, was the show. Hey, his performance, boy, his his part is for Ozzy, yeah, yeah. And I ain't seen nothing wrong with Fifty, but that's that's for another podcast. Another day, <laughs> right? <laughs> hey. Thank you. Shout guys. out to 50. Shout out to 50. I don't care if y'all call him Dollar or not. Um, the nigga look good, healthy weight. Um, right. Whatever. I mean, but, uh, he good. Right. Appreciate everybody for rocking with us, man. Tune in to another episode of Every Song Sports. See y'all next week. Out of here, man. Peace. Mm-hmm.